the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And today's episode is about the good, the bad, and the ugly of yoga poses. The wheel. The wheel. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. But first, the commercial. Brought to you by Yoga Energy School, the greatest yoga alliance registered 200-hour and 300-hour yoga and Ayurveda teacher training. Private, online. Very nice. And today we're talking about the wheel. The wheel. The wheel. <laughs> the wheel. The wheel. The Ch- wheel. Chakrasana. Wow. And that was your first pose ever. I know. Can you believe that? So you were advanced the first day you ever practiced yoga. Exactly. I found enlightenment. Yes, I jumped into wheel and that's it. Everything is history. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. you, but you still can't do a, a full wide-legged split, <laughs> a right? A split. No, yeah. I still can't do a split and I can't do full lotus on one side. Ah. Not at all. No matter. So you're, so you're only <laughs> enlightened in one of the three. I'm partially enlightened. I am special. <laughs> yes, you are. So, and it brings it to uh, that I wheel. I was 12 when I did that yes. pose. Did I mention that? No, you did not. <laughs> uh, so, but but you, you brought up a point is that uh, the wheel is usually brought to everyone mm-hmm. as an enlightening pose. Mm-hmm. It's one of those poses that you have to do. If you're a yoga practitioner, yes, uh, it's it's taught almost in every uh, class. Oh yeah, and people jump into it, and other people don't. Exactly. And there's literally two types of people out there for wheel: people that can do it, and people that can't do it because it's related to the bones, right? It is completely related to the bones. It is actually related to uh, our lower back hugely and uh, our shoulder area, uh, hugely related to that. And it has nothing to do with uh, our, uh, uh, say, thoracic spine, things like that. It's just low back and shoulder area. You can either do it easily or not. And if you force it, very bad things will happen. Yes. So first, before we go further with this, I want to talk about the benefits of WHEEL because my favorite group, the International Yoga Therapist blah 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 (laughs) group, uh, claims that it is a great pose for strengthening the back. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Why can't you just do a seated row or a pull-up? Oh wow, people that can jump into WHEEL can't do not all of them but a lot of them can't do pull-ups exactly so if you're strengthening your back jumping into wheel why can't you do a pull-up exactly so it also strengthens the buttocks which the glutes aren't even supposed to be turned on during wheel right absolutely not. because that can actually create more compression in the lower back exactly so right off the bat they just hit two things that really is useless in this pose 
also actually the one is uh, detrimental yes so and then they say it also strengthens the legs and the feet what the it, where I does know. that even come from because you're you're show me yeah because you are freaking out trying. i'm strengthening my feet right now talking on exactly. on the podcast because i'm standing right yes uh so just standing does the same as wheel for strengthening feet exactly what yeah and think about one-legged balancing yeah, poses that's actually how even much better or go paddleboarding exactly or go barefoot outside walk yes. in the sand there's yes. all these different things that you can do the strengthen the feet that don't have all the counter indicators that i'll while, be reading shortly while you are not freaking out mm -hmm. about your low back yep it also aligns the arms as the shoulder joints are opened what is aligning the arms? I still don't understand that concept. <laughs> they, and, you know, I've been, we actually were a school yes. for them for a, a long yeah, time. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. it never, no one ever told me what aligning the arms or aligning the legs means. Yes. And how a pose can actually do it. So with that, it also is a strong they use the word strong, massage for the kidneys and adrenal glands. How does that pose strongly <laughs> massage the kidneys and the adrenals? I can tell you that. I, can, I have an answer for that. Anytime they describe a backbend, I got it figured out. Anytime they describe a backbend, they just put in automatically uh, benefits for kidneys and adrenals. And there That's really it. isn't... No. No, Still haven't seen any actual science, no. except for some guru meditating saying, oh, dum, 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 <laughs> diddy, dum, diddy, dum, diddy, dum, ooh, adrenal glands <laughs> are massaging, right? They actually do say things like that. Not in that I exact, know, I've, I've heard them. Not in that exact way, <laughs> but they do say it came to the guru during meditation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what yeah. comes during my meditations? <laughs> Can't talk about it. Uh, so that's that yes. for the for the good stuff. I also want to talk about the good stuff from Dr. Ladd. Yeah, the Ayur Yoga from uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, they they don't call it wheel. They call it upward bow pose. And uh, uh, the the benefit is that it is good for all doshas. Can you believe that? It reduces vada by toning the pelvic organs. Again, what does that mean? It reduces pita by toning the abdominal organs. It's like they had to write something to fill up paper. Exactly, exactly. Yes, bullet points. And it reduces kapha by toning the respiratory and circulatory organs. It, that's absolutely completely unsubstantiated. I can tell you million reasons why it totally pisses off the vada and the pita. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but then you have to take their herbs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, shitavari or ashwagandha usually. And, uh, and then uh, uh, benefits, benefits, there are more benefits, non-doshic. It's good for arthritis. How can it be good for arthritis? Uh, <laughs> That can be actually completely detrimental for arthritis and sciatica. It's and that, that can can be completely detrimental. 
for a sciatica. I can see the sciatica just saying, please, please, please don't. Yes, exactly. And then contraindications. You ready for that? Are you ready? I'll let you read yours first and then I'll read mine. Uh, Pregnancy, uh, eye disease, high blood pressure, and lower back pain. So, yes. Tell me about eye disease because I know, because I've had this firsthand myself, uh, a lot of people don't talk about the the actual things that can happen by doing inversions. Exactly. And this is considered an inversion. Yes. And eye disease, uh, eye Glaucoma. injuries yep. are yep. major for doing inversions. Absolutely, they are. And you can see a lot of people who are actually crazy with headstands, how uh, sooner or later they start wearing uh, glasses to eyeglasses or having worse eye issues. Yep. yep. So for me, uh, I did a, a weekend uh, course in headstands. Yes. It was all with Merrill Bender Birch, right? No. Nope, oh, nope. it was different. This was somebody else. I won't. Yeah. I won't say his okay. name. Okay. Uh, but uh, he actually taught this course. Blah 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 blah. And we did a whole bunch of headstands, 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 uh, scorpion, uh, all these different inversions. And I left it in, on Monday or Tuesday, I don't remember, it was a long, long time ago in a place far, far away, <laughs> uh, that uh, I had to go have my eyes tested. Mm-hmm. And I got there and my pressure in my eyes, it was two days after, it was a Tuesday. Uh, the pressure in my eyes were at 23 wow. and 21. So one eye was 23, the other one was 21. And they thought I was going to lose my eyesight because the pressure was so high. Because your pressure is supposed to be somewhere around, what, 13? Yeah, uh, at low, the highest. low, 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 yep. yeah. That's, so, yeah. So I had, to go through, I had to go through two years yes. of testing my eyes. And all the rest of them were fine. So mm-hmm. it didn't show that I had any issues. It showed I had issues that day. And this was two days after the headstands, the headstand yeah. course. And uh, it wasn't till years later that I finally ran across somebody that said, inversions create eye issues, can create eye issues. Exactly. And there are actually studies from the National Institute of Health, official, official medical studies that show that... So this wasn't some om, diddy, om, diddy, om, I feel (laughs) that eyes could be damaged through inversions. Uh, No, no, those were uh, uh, all measurable, all measurable, evidence-based, here it is, uh, what can happen uh, for yoga poses that involve inversions. Even standing standing forward, fold and down dog. If you hold those things long enough, they can seriously damage you. They can start creating that pressure. Exactly, yep. exactly. And will you don't have the option to raise your head. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't. So. so so that's one of the things. And then the other thing I want to get into about the uh, uh, how bad it is, mm-hmm. because I want to talk about one of our old teachers that uh, went through our training. Yep, we won't and, mention his name either. And he actually was, he had great, he was amazing. great ability to be a great teacher, uh, but he decided 
that he wanted to take an Ashtanga class. Yes. And since we don't teach wheel, it was uh, it was one of those things. He went to take an Ashtanga class, and they put him in wheel. And the teacher came over and grabbed his uh, like waist near his yes. butt and lifted him higher. Yeah. And it screwed up his back so much he couldn't practice yoga for almost two years. Yes. For a while there, he couldn't even walk. It messed up his life. He it. He lost his job. He had to live in a, a car for a while. Yes. And it was all related to basically. Wheel. Yep. Uh, the teacher's ego. Yes. Who wanted to touch uh, him. Touch him. Because yep. teachers love to touch exactly. people. Exactly. Especially Ashtanga teachers. Yep. So, so there's a lot of people that have been injured doing wheel. Oh, yeah. Now, let me go through uh, my list from the International Yoga Therapy people. <laughs> the counterindications uh, is uh, if you have any low back, wrist, and knee pain. Yep. That's, wow. that's a good group of people in the U.S. They, yeah. So if you're teaching a group class, say 37 people in your class, mm -hmm. how many of those people have those issues? And does the teacher actually say, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, but you can. One out of what? I don't even know. Uh, but next and is... Can I, can I go ahead, say, go ahead. What about shoulder issues? Yeah. So, I shoulder know, issues shoulder. don't matter at all yeah. in this? I yep. mean, okay, yeah. Uh, and and uh, it doesn't talk about neck issues. Yeah. It only talks about low back. Yeah. And so another one is you shouldn't do it if you have high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, or glaucoma. Exactly. So... Isn't it? It would take both of them talk about yep. eyes, right? Yep. So it would take more time to talk about the counterindications mm -hmm. than it does to even do the pose. Exactly. And you should be talking about it if you're a teacher mm -hmm. and you know what you're teaching. You should be saying you can't do this, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do this if you have any of these issues. Uh, but I've never taken a class where somebody says that. And I really don't even know if teachers are being taught this. No. That and most people, if not all people, shouldn't be practicing this, especially in a group class. Exactly. And it says, say, if you have glaucoma or if you have eye disease, whatever. But even if you don't have those things, it is still so, you know, it, it is so powerful in a bad way than it can cause this. Okay, so I would like to say bye-bye and we'll be right back uh, to talk about the poses that we teach that do more than this. That do no harm. No, I, <laughs> yeah. You can't say no harm no, because exactly. every pose, just walking yes. yeah. can do harm. Exactly. But the chances of harm are a lot lower by doing these poses, especially in a group class. Absolutely. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. So we're back again talking about wheel uh and again commercial 
Uh, it's brought to you by Yoga Energy School, the greatest Yoga Alliance registered private online teacher training. Yes. So, so wheel, you actually practice wheel. Yes. It's a pose that you do. I don't. Uh, and I would consider it a private pose. So it would be a, a like a one-on-one -on -one teacher, right? So you can you can show it if some, if that was their goal that yeah. they wanted to do wheel, but it's definitely not a pose that you would teach in a group class. I know I, I haven't know. taught wheel. No. I don't even think I've ever taught wheel in a group class. No, no. And that's going back like I think five hundred and ten <laughs> years now. From so, the Babylonian uh -huh. times yes, and because, then some. Because yoga so, doesn't own this pose. This yeah. is actually a, an ancient, ancient pose yeah. from Babylonia. Yeah. So, and uh, that's way longer than 500 years, yeah. but we won't say for how long. Okay. So, <laughs> But uh, it's, it's an ancient pose, but it was an ancient pose that was brought to people in a different time. Oh, yeah. Because they had shoulders, good shoulders. They had good backs. They didn't have to work on the computer all day. No, absolutely not. Now, when I go into private, I know that I did teach a restorative uh, pose using wheel. And that was on a stability ball. Yes. So it was more restorative. It actually assisted. And their head wasn't hanging down yes. because their head was sitting on the ball. Yes. And so we did a restorative style for assisting people with shoulder things uh just doing what you do as uh, to help people become stronger more mobile exactly exactly so so that's how i would look at it in a private setting would be more of a restorative setting yeah completely different goals with it yes completely different goals also a standing back bend right yeah it's yeah a, sta a standing back bend gives you that opening it gives you that uh, mobility in the shoulder that they claim, or some of them claim, that you get with wheel, without the impact. Because, yes, you want to mobilize the shoulder. Perfect. But you can't have so much load bearing on the shoulder area. And I'm not calling it shoulder joint because it's multiple things that go on there. It's not just one joint. So, yes, like in the restorative way, you are opening up that area, you are moving it, but you are not putting load on it that can be detrimental. Because wheel, real quick, is something, is a pose that takes every single joint area of our body in completely the opposite way of how we spend our day. And in a load-bearing way, so because we have our shoulders and our, is our low back and our legs have to support the rest of our body. Mm -hmm. so. So, so that standing back bend? Yep, standing back bend. Uh, what about uh, reverse table? Re yep, uh, camel, camel pose mm -hmm. opens the same. Reverse tabletop is amazing. Yep. It is load bearing, it so you have to be careful to some degree, yes. but you get different hand positions. Exactly, you have the you have at least uh, you have so many different options for your hands, which which affects takes, the shoulder. Exactly, takes away from the impact from the compression and the tension 
that uh, you are putting on the shoulder area. Just by turning the hands in different angles or creating fists or anything like that, you completely take away that detrimental impact from the shoulder joint. And you can... The shoulder area. You don't have to raise the butt as high. Exactly. If you don't have the opening in your chest. Exactly. Uh, isn't that a nice word? <laughs> if you don't have the... Mo mobility. The, the, no, I want to go with the heart chakra opening. If your heart chakra is not as open as it should be. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to raise the butt. Exactly. You don't have to raise the uh, the butt chakra up as yes. high. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So what you because your knees your knees are bent in a way that your thighs are parallel to the ground, uh, as opposed to that much of an angle that the wheel puts them in. You can use your glutes, so you can fully contract your glutes, and that takes so much pressure away from your low back and uh, your shoulder area. Yep. So in wheel, you don't want to contract the glutes. No. But in reverse table, you, you want to contract. That's the goal. Yep. Exactly. That's the goal. Exactly. And uh, also people randomly talk about back bends, right? Or uh, yeah, the heart chakra area and all that stuff. But really, the only part of your spine that really bends is the low back. Yes. So even doing a cobra yes. is doing more to assist the person exactly. than doing a, or sphinx even. Sphinx. Baby cobra. Yeah. Uh, all those do more for helping yeah. the spine yeah. than any wheel ever did. Exactly. Exactly. Camel. I'll go back to that. Mm -hmm. It's uh, also, uh, you don't have, uh, with reverse tabletop, you can adjust uh, if your head drops back or not. Yes. And even if you... You can even look forward. Exactly. Exactly. So you don't put the impact on your neck and you can hold it longer because it's not an inversion. You can do it as completely non-inversion. So uh, there are million benefits to reverse tabletop without such a significant uh, risk of injury. So we can actually say that this course today wasn't actually even brought to you by Yoga Energy School. It was brought to you by all the people that were injured in WHEEL. Yes. So this is coming from all of those people that have been injured by yoga teachers. Yes. To please quit teaching WHEEL. Yes. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste Kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, Namaste Kala which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.